Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Trap. It is episode number 216 of the Fred Talk Podcast. You are also joined by Mr. Mac Wine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Yay. <laughs> you did the thing. You did it. I did the thing. You are coming to us from a new backdrop today. This is... I am. Um, I'm new. in my new house and we'd be all settled in if a particular company had given us the furniture for our lounge that they said they were going to deliver on Tuesday that we then had to ring up when it didn't arrive on Tuesday to go, where is it? For them to go, oh, it's out of stock. And we're like, we ordered this three months ago. Um, and you said it would take six weeks to get here. That you then gave us a delivery date that was three months down the line. And we were like, do you know what? It's fine. We understand there's shit going on in the world. It's fine. And then we ring up on the day that you said you were going to deliver it. And not only have you not even shipped it to the Isle of Man, but you don't have any stock. But <laughs> yeah. You told us you had stock like uh, three shit. months ago. How bad? <laughs> and so, so we rang up and we were like, okay, um, and can you tell us when you're going to deliver it? No. <laughs> that's that's not how this works. Like, you you know, you've got two grand's worth of our money. Uh, so, you know, give us some information. We're like, oh, we can't do that. So we complained and eventually it got raised to a manager who was due to call us within 48 hours. And that was Tuesday. And we've called back four times and still not had an answer. So we're in, but everything we do is done in this office because we've, like, we've got kitchen stuff because it was all bought on Amazon. So we've got a microwave, we've got a toaster. We've got bedroom furniture because we ordered that through a local company and that got like installed and everything. So the only thing we can't do is relax. We can do we can do work <laughs> and we can go to bed. We just, we just don't have a lounge. So we can't sit at a dinner table and eat and we can't sit on a sofa and what you've we have got, nothing to put my TV on. What you've got there, Matt, is a, is a modern art installation about like <laughs> the, the, the grind of modern life, haven't you, really? Yeah, yeah, literally. That's it. Absolutely perfect analogy for it. But yeah, we've literally, we've got a lounge and my partner has a snake. So we've got a sideboard with a vivarium on it with a snake in it. And the lounge is just now the snake's house. Because what a lucky fucking snake. Because yeah, we're like, we're all ready. And we're like, we got the keys at the start of uh, September. Yeah. Like we pushed that back because we initially were told, like we, we tried to order the furniture online and with it had a two-week lead time but we had a couple of issues with the card so we were like do you know what we'll just go into store in fact i'm gonna throw them under the bus fuck you marks and spencers so we went into marks and spencers <laughs> um, and we were like okay can we order this stuff and they're like yes okay the lead time is six weeks and we're like well your website says two and they're like yeah well it's six weeks and we tried to order a particular color and they were like no that's out of stock but you can have it in gray and we were like that's fine Carpet in here is grey anyway, and we were going to have two grey and two mustard coloured chairs, so we were just like, do you know what, let's just have four grey chairs, that's fine. He's like, yeah, it's all in stock, it'll be delivered in six weeks. And then we get a phone call from Marks and Spencers, no, in fact it wasn't even from Marks and Spencers, it's from a local delivery company who Marks and Spencers will be using to say, oh, the, the delivery's going to be September, and we're like, do you know what, fuck it, whatever. They then push that back a week, and then... On that day, the local company rang us and went, oh, your furniture never arrived, so we can't deliver it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just just an absolute pain in the ass. And then the only thing we managed to get out of any of the four or five people that we've spoken to so far is they're telling people that it might be the end of November. I and mean, that's not great, is it? Because that's like, just... No I mean, 
Yeah, like we're literally at the moment. As soon as they tell us an act, a definitive date, because we've, like I say, we've raised it with management, and you know we've got a complaint ongoing, and it's like we can't live without a sofa and a, a lounge, like a, like a, a dining room table for for that long. We can't just continue to just sit at the same chair that we work <laughs> at for eight hours a day in the evenings. Like yeah. we need a re- like a place to relax. So if then not gonna give us stuff we'll end up having to buy something off the local buy and sell it's just kind of like a yeah a, like a stop gap a, yeah stop gap but we need to know roughly when they're gonna because if they say oh you know what we actually do have stock in and we can deliver it in 10 days mm. we can kind of cope with 10 days but we wouldn't want to spend like 250 quid on you know a cheap table and a cheap sofa but if it's going to be 8 10 12 weeks then absolutely we will because and we'll also be making sure that if they don't give us some compensation, we'll be taking them to small, small claims court because it's ridiculous that we were left in this situation and they never contacted us to warn us it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they just, like, waited for you to call and then they, they're they pretty much going, yeah, our bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, our bad. Oh, by the way, we don't know. We, we can't fix it. We <laughs> yeah. can't tell you when, it, when you're going to have furniture that you've spent two grand on. So, yeah. Yeah. That's an yeah. absolute shit show that is. Being a bit of a pain in the ass, like, but I mean, like, the office is absolutely fantastic. Me and my partner have got a desk next set up next to each other, and can work in here. I've got two screens. Or when I've got when I'm on my work computer, I've actually got a laptop, so I've got three screens. I've got two screens again for the first time in like twelve months, so I can have Audacity open and know that the podcast is recording whilst still being able to see your face. <laughs> which is just yeah brilliant way um, and like i can i can game again and yeah um very happy to be in and very happy to kind of for us to have our own space it's just frustrating that the kind of the main room the, the you know the, the room that you want to spend all of your non-work time in yeah we we walk in and we go isn't this a lovely space and then we walk yeah. back out again because it's fuck all in it. yeah <laughs> yeah it's like oh, feed the snake that's 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 about it that happens in that room at the moment yeah, yeah i can i can understand your frustrations there speaking of frustrations as well um what have you been <laughs> up to Matt? <laughs> so <laughs> apologies um we were uh i was setting up for a gig tonight and i was like do you know what if i'm arriving at 6 30 i can definitely do a podcast for nine ish like i should be home about eight yeah, that um, seems ultimately plausible, that does, doesn't it? Yeah, so I arrive at the venue at quarter past six because, you know, I'm efficient and I got there a little bit before time. And we, we you know, start to set up the PA system and we get everything, you kind of cabling everything up and then turn on the PA system and there's just this really loud 60 cycle hum and it was it was clearly 60 cycle hum it was clearly like yeah. when you when you turned one of the lights off the frequency change or the the pitch changed it was just, <laughs> and we were like uh and i was like i don't want to turn my amp on yeah. we were like okay let's see you know we tried a couple of other plug sockets we tried running power from other rooms like on big long uh extension cables and just wherever it was it was just awful awful hum and we were just like this this power doesn't sound like it's it's been installed well at all it's a it's a it's a crown green bowls club <laughs> i mean not not always known for their like <laughs> top quality electronics are they yeah and and we kind of looked at the situation and fortunately for us our drummer um works for a company that hires out 
uh, like all sorts of equipment for like building sites and stuff and yeah. included in that is generators um, and we've ended up hiring a generator don't because we don't trust the power and like literally we were worried that we were going to fuse the place anyway and then as soon as that we're just like yeah no absolutely not <laughs> yeah. let's uh yeah let's let's get some some clean energy well it's not clean energy at all it's a diesel generator but some yeah. clean power that isn't going to break our shit oh absolutely yeah yeah. yeah so we had to do that and then obviously c- cable like make sure we were plugging everything in into like splitting out of the generator so it's got four outs so we've kind of putting everything across the four routes rather than just one so we weren't going to fuse anything or cause any issues yeah fueling the generator cable like running a cable from outside to inside then going back setting all your equipment back up and then actually doing the sound check so instead of being an hour and a half it was like closer closer to four it was like three just over three and a half hours i think just just absolute utter utter madness indeed that's um that's quite the faff there <laughs> yeah and it's a horrible echoey room that is just bare walls <laughs> like a a, a a really echoey kind of mid mid-range ceiling so it's not like high enough that it kills itself when it's up there and it's not low enough that it's you know not to echo it's just and it's a hardwood floor it's just <laughs> literally the worst thing in it and it's a, like the hardwood floor is definitely hollow underneath because when you stamp your foot, it makes the microphone stands send a shockwave up through the mics <laughs> and into the mics. And it's just literally the worst, worst thing in the world for for trying to like do anything and like spent the whole time trying to like EQ out any of the the rings off the room. So like there's a, like all of us have got upper mids out of well, I'm not because of my cold and the reason I was on the podcast last week. I've not I'm not singing this week, but everybody's got upper mids just out of their vocals because if they, there's any upper mids, it just resonates. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's absolutely just awful. I'm sure the gig will be fine when once there's people in there. Obviously, it'll deaden and it'll all change, but. We had to get trying and set levels tonight because somebody's wedding and like we're on at half seven tomorrow, so it's an early start. Yeah, but you know we wouldn't be able to get in there and do a sound check beforehand, so it was a case of like, yeah, yeah, making sure we tonight, set levels tonight, tonight. Or, or or not at all. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, just yeah, pain in the ass. And then to top it all off, last week I had a gig, so I was off work Monday, sorry, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with just the worst cold in the world. I was having, like, I thought it was COVID for a while, but it was doing tests, wasn't, it wasn't. So I did a gig on the Saturday night and I had, I'd had a fever that was spiking and then breaking and spiking and breaking on the, the, the days leading up. And I like, as I got to the venue, my fever was starting to spike and everybody in the room was saying it was a warm room anyway. And it was just, <laughs> I like, I had, literally sweat was dripping off me. I had to take my glasses off and just play blind because sweat was dripping off my forehead onto my glasses and you can't clear it when you're playing. So it's <laughs> yeah. just a case of, Yeah, okay, you can't see anyway. I'll, so what's I'll, the play with, I'll play with blurry as opposed to smeary and blurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just... I've I've just had a bit of a nightmare week to be honest with you. I mean, it does sound like it, yeah. It absolutely does sound like it. Um, but I mean, surely the worst is is over now. Surely, yeah. Like tomorrow I mean, night's you've gig, got to is, think so. it's gonna be good. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got my fingers crossed, and actually, 
we played so um we, this is a wedding um we played the bride's 40th birthday two or three years ago where the husband the groom proposed to the bride um at, at, like halfway through the gig um and we've also played i believe his 40th like a couple of years before that so like we played for this crowd a couple of times I and mean, we know it's a good crowd so um it'll be a good crowd it, it's just a case of the the venue is a little bit of a pain in the ass and actually it was like a fifth choice venue because of covid and they've kind of moved like they've moved the wedding back a couple of times mm. to try and wait for people to be able to get to get over from the states but they kind of just made the decision that you never know when that's going to happen at this point so they're just going to go through with it yeah the whole ah fuck it kind yeah. of approach yeah. and are, are we talking this is going to be a strat les paul mashup yeah 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 strat like I, le- I left all my gear there and the guitars there are a strat and a les paul <laughs> yes I, just, I, I like I, I i i shied away from it for so long but it is just kind of i'm sure once my cabernet and i really realized that I need to take that to a tech, but yeah. once that's back up and running, I'm sure that'll get into the mix every now and again. But um, and the Variax, like for for one guitar gigs, um, which actually tonight could have been a one guitar gig if I'd have plugged the Variax in, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't. So I'm just gonna 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 use the two because there's just about enough space for me to stand and have a guitar stand next to me. So yeah, we'll get away with it. But yeah, for one guitar gigs, probably the Variax, but. Absolutely. Absolutely, for the most part, I'm going to be using Strat and Les Paul at pretty much every gig now. I mean, it's it's a good combo, isn't it? It's a good, it's a good I, combo. I mean, you can do almost all of the sounds. <laughs> yeah, if you can't do the sounds with a, a Strat or a Les Paul, they're probably not worth doing. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> like, especially when you're in a covers band, like, I, I mean, I'm guilty of, like, doing an entire, like, both sets with one guitar and just being like ah bridge pickups bridge pickups despite <laughs> the fact that one of them is like a fucking one's a les paul the next one's a strat the next one's a telly the next one's like the se- second position of strat that's ah, a bridge pickup yeah it's les paul bridge matt that's the sultan to swing it's a les paul bridge <laughs> <laughs> it's too much man it's too much <laughs> les paul bridge yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm guilty of that, but actually, like, I'm comfortable enough swapping guitars quickly. That yeah, yeah, this is gonna like I think this is gonna be my default going forward. Absolutely, I'm digging it. Absolutely digging it. Um, I think I should probably mention something that I've been up to this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't get to finish what i'd been up to last week but i don't think we're gonna do that i'm just i'm gonna go straight in uh this week we looked at the um the joyo clean glass on the uh on the no talk or tone series which was a bit of a sneaky uh sneaky pedal uh that i i just picked up on on the off chance um and it was the first of the Joy Iron Man series that I've managed to pick up, which are the ones like they're kind of mini pedals that have got like a hood on them, uh, hence the name the Iron Man because it kind of looks like the Iron Man mask if you squint your squint your eyes and you're a marketing exec. Um, and so basically, um, it's like it's supposed to be a Fender style amp sim. 
Um, and there's a lot of places that kind of compare it to the uh, the Joyo American Stand, which is the, the bigger box um, version of it. Um, they aren't the same circuit at all uh, because the <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the the American Stand it, it has a lot uh, a lot more clean. Um, tones within it so it's got a lot a lot more kind of headroom within it before you start getting gain um and it's also got more controls it's got a three band eq as well as a voice control which this one doesn't eat the three band is just replaced by a, a tone control so it's, it's a, little, a little bit more simple um however the um the sound series like the american sound the british sound the ac um tone i think it's called which all very similar yeah. they purport to have a cab sim uh on the out of it okay i mean i definitely on the california sound that i had could not hear a cab sim on it yeah yeah so i think they say it's like cab emulated out or something um so if you plug it into a desk, it doesn't sound horrible. Um, the the cab, <laughs> quote unquote, cab sim of it isn't particularly great. However, it mentions nothing of the sort on the, the clean glass. So it seems like they've just kind of done away with that. But that means that like, whenever I ran the American sounding into like direct into desk and like run a cab sim with it. I was always thinking like, am I over cab simming this? Um, whereas with the, um, the, the clean glass, it's like, no, it's, it's definitely like a yeah. preamp. You definitely just like the cab sim that you use is the cab sim you're getting. Um, and so like the first part of the demo, I'll run it as you would a normal pedal, which is like front end of a clean amp, um, to give, your kind of your generic clean sound a bit of a fender voice which it worked well at i mean the 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 um the clean uh amp that i'm using as as my model is a fender so it's kind of adding fender upon fender um however it 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 added enough look it added a bit of character to it so it was kind of nice uh, but then the second part of the demo i run I'm doing uh, direct direct into a cab sim without any preamp and use the um, the Joyo as a preamp and it works incredibly well for that. Uh, so well, in fact, that um, a video that I've got planned coming soon for Pedalboards of Doom may use that in that exact application. But I'm keeping a little bit tight-lipped on this one at the moment because I think it may may turn out quite well and i don't want to kind of spluff my <laughs> spluff my pantaloons before uh before the event um cool and what i will say um eddie rifkind um has found the secret there's a there's a secret within the um most recent video like a little hidden easter egg and he found it he found it within like within 20 <laughs> minutes of the video being released so like kudos man kudos um see if you can find it yourself watch the video do it do it, do um, it now 
yeah i've I've got i think i've already scheduled the next one because i've had the, this one recorded for a little while um and i was waiting to tie it in with the pedal boards of doom video because it's it is the video for the xander cranium okay um so i'm releasing the no talk or tone and then a couple of days afterwards i think it's going to be it might be it might actually be that the the pedal boards of doom one comes out first i think actually so you get like the full demo on uh, pedal boards of doom and then you're gonna get like a snippet of the no talk all tone in with that and then the full no, no talk all tone is going to be it on the friday so like double whammy cool um but yeah that that will be for the next podcast i'll talk the, talk about that one in the next one um we should do a bit of news i reckon yeah um, i reckon we should we've got we've is, got a bit of news I mean, is there any news not nam <laughs> there's there is definitely definitely some news um, I mean, nobody's died, have they? Um, not I'm aware. No, okay. <laughs> mm, <Touchwood>. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We've we've cursed it now. Yeah, there's, there's like eight people are gonna like eight eight of the like top hundred guitarists of all time are gonna pass away over the next four days before this is released. Yeah, it'll be like uh, <laughs> Jimmy Page and Slash and Clapton were all in a plane at once and. Then, <laughs> The plane was actually eaten by Godzilla. Like, <laughs> who the fuck knows? <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, no, so uh, no deaths of, as of yet, and we're not predicting the future here. Um, but yes, we have we we've got a rather threat talk bit of news coming up a little bit later. Yes, we it's do. Possibly, <laughs> possibly the most threat talk uh, pedal release of the year. I'm trying to think of a more like. A more fret talky piece of news that we've ever had, and I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, this this could potentially be definitely within the within the top five of the most fret talk fret talk bits of news we've ever mentioned. Um, if not, kind of a forerunner. We'd we'd have to do the numbers on that one. We'd have to like come up with uh, some some form of arbitrary scoring system. Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe like a listener poll as well. Uh, but we're going to start off first with something which isn't necessarily new news, but it's something that I, I happened upon today. Um, because as well as being a guitar enthusiast, I also happen to have uh, developed a little love for single board computers um, over the past kind of year, mainly mainly to do. Um, retro gaming emulation um, however it, it doesn't mean that I was part of uh, the Raspberry Pi um, like groups on Facebook and today um, a, a, a guy had posted up about something that he'd done which was both Pi and guitar related so like the, <laughs> the Venn diagram that nary does it meet <laughs> <laughs> kind of smashed together in a beautiful yeah uh, i don't think i've ever seen anybody mention a raspberry pi in a guitar context before this like again I, I do a little bit of retro gaming here and there i don't own a raspberry pi but i know a lot of people who do and they all use them for you know running like nintendo 64 simulate emulators and that kind of thing i mean the 
although they do run N64, the controls on N64 games are horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so bad. Because uh, the N64 controller was... It, it was not ergonomic. Interesting. It, I mean, Interest. It, it looked fantastic. It looked it looked like futuristic. It looked like a spaceship. It was, it did, it was it, like it was a Star Wars fighter of some t- some sort. It did it, it did have a touch of the X wing about it. Mm. Um, however, like it completely <laughs> disregarded the ergonomics of a human hand. Um, well, you needed three hands to use it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, because it had three prongs <laughs> coming from it. it. It was definitely like you and a friend could could play the could play the game. Um, <laughs> But we shouldn't. We should leave our uh, uh, hatred for the N64 controller just just for now. So um, it it kind of got got me down a little uh, rabbit hole this one actually. Um, but the the thing that um, had come up was something called the Pi Pi Stomp Core, which if uh, if you kind of let those those words rattle around your head for a little while, you're probably not going to be too far off with your guess. <laughs> uh, so the Pi Stomp Core is uh, essentially like, it's a single board computer attached to um, attached to an LCD screen with some potentiometers and some foot switches. And what it essentially does is kind of like a multi-effects unit, like a modern multi-effects unit. Um, the way that they've they've got the... Um, the the program on it formatted. It looks quite similar to. It's almost like an amalgamation between the HX Stomp and the Head Rush um, way of doing things, like the the display. Yeah. So it looks a bit like that. It as it currently stands, the uh, the image for the uh, for the Raspberry Pi um, for this uh, Pi Stomp Core gives you three hundred and fifty effects and models so it includes um kind of your standard like overdrives distortions fuzzies modulations delays reverbs all of those kind of things but also you get amp sims you get cab sims you also apparently also get um some synthesizer um patches as well which interesting <laughs> um so yeah quite uh quite expansive i I'm probably arguing that it's it's not going to be as expansive as you would find in in one of those other units like the GT Core or the HX Stump or whatever. But it's it's for the for the sake of free. It's all open source as well, so it's it, it is free. And yeah. as long as there's a community for it, those things will be added to as well. Um, but you aren't you aren't constrained to only the ones that are on the, the on the Pi Stomp Core image. Um, it also allows you to download new ones. And if you are particularly savvy, which I am not, uh, you can create your own uh, <laughs> models as well. So I, t- I take it you need to write your own algorithms to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like if if you are if if you know enough coding, you could write your own <laughs> algorithms to using this. Um, obviously that's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> um, yeah. It's <laughs> another one of those weird subsets, isn't it? Where it's guitar player and coder with enough knowledge to write algorithms about guitar 
effects. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, the Venn diagram barely touches there, does it? Yeah, I, I'm definitely not in that camp. But um, to be able to set up one of these Pi cores, so you you can basically you can buy a kit uh, for these, which gives you uh, I think it's a Pi three B, which is kind of a, a one generation back. Um, but it does mean that it's slightly cheaper as well. Um, yeah. So you get the 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 Pi itself, so the single board computer itself. You get the LCD screen. Um, you get one of the audio converters. So there's like a an audio converter which um, attaches to the um, to the single board computer itself uh, through like a, a header. So you basically like like a push fit. Um, yeah um like pin connector essentially um you also get um a, a, a unit for um the controls as well so you get like two controls uh attached to it but you can also add to that another eight analog um controls be it um potentiometers so you can have like knobs or faders or switches or even uh, an expression pedal so you could have it set up so that it runs similar to like the bigger units with an expression pedal so can i just jump in here and ask a quick question so if you chose not to put any pots on and you had seven switches and a um an expression pedal would you still be able to change parameters by using the lcd screen and um or or some form of like programming tool or would you need to make sure you've got at least one potentiometer for you to be able to change values um i think the the two potentiometers come as standard there's one that works as like a navigator and then one that works as a um, okay so you could so those two that are there and then you can add up to eight more was that yeah i believe so yeah so you could literally just have that one as a navigator and one as changing the the values within it, mm -hmm. and then seven. So you could literally turn this into a, a Helix LT. Yes, yeah, something similar. So you could add all like yeah, yeah. Because the Helix, like, the the Helix Unix do have they've got two. In fact, they've got oh no, they have got two knobs, but then they've got switches that go around it as well, like push button yeah. switches. Yeah. So you could you could run it in a similar setup to that. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and the fact that it's it's quite modular in the way that it, that you set it up, yeah, is you can set it up to have an interface that suits you, um, which is fantastic. Uh, because, <laughs> like, if if you're buying one of the 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 standard models, like a, a Stomp or a Core, the interface for it is how Boss wanted it or how the line six wanted it whereas this allows you more um more tweakability to yourself you you can also add up to five foot switches as well um so you can add add five foot switches but also i believe you can use those like midi control units that have multiple foot switches as well so you can you can put that in in with the case as well if you really wanted uh like more um and have that as as part of the unit so you could you could end up making it so that it was quite similar to 
uh, to one of the bigger units as well. Yeah. Um, what else have we got for it? So yeah, it's it's both stereo in and stereo out, uh, as uh, you find with with a lot of these. It's also it has MIDI in and through, I believe. So you could. I, I think you can use like MIDI controllers if you were going to use say the synth models you could run it as like a synth effect unit um, I think I don't think those the MIDI um, MIDI controller um, add-on comes in the standard kit and I think the other things that don't come with it are um, like the halo um lights for the switches yeah so your standard switches i think come with it but you don't get the 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 halo ring lights for it as well um but on the website it links you to where you can buy those um <laughs> so that's it's really cool like it's really well thought through um and it's just it's quite interesting whether it whether it's a replacement for um for one of these units it's very very difficult to say yeah i am i mean it it's probably more like i imagine if you ran it side by side against a stomp or an axe whatever the thing's called or a head which was the thing's called yeah you're gonna find differences you're gonna find bits that you'd like to be able to do on it but you can't or you're gonna find that you know this the sounds might not be up to spec but for somebody who wants to have a go at building a HX stomp for less than half the price, yeah, yeah, because I mean we haven't mentioned that that like the uh, <laughs> the the kit itself it doesn't come with an enclosure for the thing, so you'd need to be able to source like a, a some kind of Hammond enclosure and then do the drilling and and kind of remote for the screen. But if you could do that. Uh, like a, an enclosure cost maybe 10 15 quid at, at that size the the package itself so like the basic um package which includes the raspberry pi uh comes in at 155 dollars which so roughly we're talking what like four five hundred dollars for a stomp yeah, I think they're four fifty at the moment in the UK, aren't they? So probably about that same in dollars in the states, I would guess. Yeah, so I mean that's that's a significant saving. There is a bit of like soldering because like one of the boards uh, isn't set up. It, it gives you the components, but you need to like solder stuff populate to it. it. Yeah, you need to populate. Yeah, I think it's the bit with the um, kind of audio ins and outs. Yeah. So you're having to solder on like these barrel jacks and and whatnot. Um, yeah, I think there's um there's also a lot like, a converter board so that because your pie sits within the unit itself, um, it the, all of the out, outs of the pie like the the USBs and the um like the uh, HDMI and whatever are all internal so there's like a, a converter that then allows you to put the uh the usbs and i think it converts it to a full size hdmi for whatever reason yeah. uh, and it allows you to mount it on the outside then so you can you can access those rem um not remotely but like you know what i mean um like it roots them yeah but yeah like 
really really interesting <laughs> really really interesting really cool like i don't have any spare time at the moment i yeah but i i would love to like if i was if, if this was pre-locked or like start of lockdown again i would absolutely be ordering one of these kits because like even even if the end product is only good compared to great further stomp or the thing the the fact that you've been able to put it together yourself i think would just be really kind of you know like heartwarming or whatever you want to say like it's just it, it, you, like it's a really cool thing that you have had to put together yourself yeah yeah i think it would it's a cool it, project yeah it's that isn't it like if you if you come to it from the angle of this this is something that i could feel proud of for doing and that would be really cool for me to like spend a bit of time doing this then you, you you're on to a winner uh and if it then ends up being a case that it's it's usable and you can you can use it uh as an alternative to one of those units even better um yeah absolutely but there you go i think i I thought it was worth uh, worth mentioning. What also um, came up when I was doing a little bit of research on this, there's a version of um, of a Pi project which uses the smaller smaller version, so like almost like half a credit card size single board computer that, that they do called the Pi Zero, um, and which allows you to populate it on like single stomp um, effect kind of um okay. board uh, i forgot what they call called that one um however like uh, like an individual stomp <laughs> stomp effect that you can yeah almost like uh like a mini mini version of like a m5 um which again would be really cool um yeah. the sound examples that I, I saw from them weren't quite as impressive okay. but again as like a little project um and it to be fair it might just have been the person who was playing it was not particularly good yeah um because again as we say like the crossover between people who are interested in kind of geeky single board (laughs) computer projects and people who are competent on guitar don't tend to overlap too much yeah um so so there you go i mean i might do a little bit of little bit of research on that but i don't know like uh, like yourself i don't find myself with mass amounts of spare time uh so much anymore um i'm quite busy doing (laughs) kind of demos and podcasts and all this um but there you go uh so there's that there's also a little bit of a release from a company that we know um mxr are releasing a phaser they're really is it orange and does it have a number at the end i mean it is orange it is it, it's kind of like a deeper like blood orange kind of oh, right. orange. okay so it's not it's not just the phase 90.5 or the phase 90.9 no i mean like 900 would be the next one <laughs> <wouldn't> it? <laughs> uh, but yeah it's called the deep phase and deep phase. i mean they have this is almost an admission that there aren't enough controls on their <laughs> their original <laughs> designs. Uh, 
Um, like for me, actually, like the one one knob control on the phaser is fine. Um, it gives you a sound. If you like that sound, excellent. If you don't like that sound, don't buy it. Um, but they've they've kind of thought, you know what? We're going to cater more than just for the people who want that one sound. And yeah, they've thought out. I mean, they've really pushed the pushed the envelope in terms of like phase technology here. So they've gone from one knob to two knobs. Uh, one better. It's one ex- better. It's exactly one better. Yes. Double the goodness. Indeed. Um, but it's also got a mode select on it as well. So like your standard mode is a four uh, four stage phaser with two knobs, which are speed and feedback. No, not mix. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why would you ever want mix? <laughs> Why, why do you want the useful knob? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so it's got it's got two knobs, uh, speed and feedback, um, allowing for. I mean, they've always had speed, uh, but then the feedback, um, like severity of phasiness. Um, I assume. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's that, and then the the mode select adds eight stage phaser, so even more. Um, phasing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> more phasiness. Yeah, they. I think they say it's like a like a more spiky harmonics with the A okay. stage phaser. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's it's basically like was that not what the <laughs> the phase ninety five did? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I think. It, I mean. What are the, are the, the two knobs on the phase ninety five are the same as this, aren't they? I think they might be. <laughs> I'm almost certain that the two knobs on the phase. I'm pretty sure I've made the same joke about it, like not needing a mix knob, when we talked about the phase ninety five in the past. I don't know whether somebody put it on a board where we were talking about like you know pedals, like spending under a grand to set up a rig or something. Or I, I'm pretty sure that. I'm pretty sure that it is feedback and it is speed on a Phase 95. Are MXR trying to sell us the Phase 95 again? They bought the wrong paint. <laughs> they bought a slightly darker orange and were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, we can't call it the Phase 95, so the deep... It's, it's, a, a, it's a deeper orange, therefore this is the deep phase. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 might, it might be different. It might be. <laughs> Who knows? I trust MXR. To be fair, like they're they're good guys. Um, but yeah, I think they might be trying to sell us the the phase ninety five again. <laughs> um, one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine dollars. I think that's more than the phase ninety five as well, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked in a long time about favors, phases, but yeah, it sounds... I'm pretty sure the phase 90 is like 70 quid and the phase 95 is like 90. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, yeah, about 90, yeah. So 129.99. They, see, they, they are... Phase 97 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have respected them more if that's what they're called. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, because it's a phase ninety. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's a phase ninety-five, but with a push button on it, so it's a phase ninety-seven and a half. Because it's not quite the phase one hundred. There you go. <laughs> exactly. I think we've uh, we've we've cracked we've marketing cracked here. Um, so there you go. Um, this next bit of news. Yeah, you know what you know what's coming. <laughs> so the next bit of news is possibly the most fret talk bit of news imaginable and this 
this is a, a, a little bit of a, um, it's come out of left field because it's a bit of a kickstarter this is no there is a man mm. asking for £30,000 for this kickstarter to get this pedal up and running it's and quite a lot of money I mean it is but it's it, they're not asking it from one person yeah they're asking okay. it kind of crowdsourced and yes um so this this pedal is it's Steve Gadlin uh pedal and it's called the fart pedal <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and it it's it's it, I mean some would argue that it's taking cues from um Lee's uh, demonstration on pedal boards of doom a couple of months back where he made like three expensive pedals sound a bit like a fart <laughs> um however this is this is the real deal this is because the uh, the pedal when engaged makes all the notes sound like comic fart noises <laughs> uh, so all of these comedy fart noises um, in fact like do they do they follow the pitch of the notes that you're playing I mean, look, roughly, yes. Excellent. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I want. I, I didn't want, like, perfectly on pitch. I wanted, like, yeah, they, they're kind of in tune-ish. Yeah, so you've got you've got one knob and a, a switch. So the one knob basically is fart volume. Um, <laughs> like, you're, you're kind of level control. Yeah. Um, which allows you to customise the the sonority at which the the farts come out um <laughs> how, the 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 flick switch is is really where the magic happens um so it has two it look it's it's designated two things so between wet and dry and it doesn't do what the wet and dry on a normal pedal would do <laughs> It it gives you the tonality of the farts, a wet <laughs> or a dry tone to it. Jesus Christ. I mean, like, it just sounds like a better Korg Miku at this point. Um, uh, That's essentially it, yeah. It is. It's, it's <laughs> what the Korg Miku wanted to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> So the, the the Korg Miku very much took that torch, but but it's now the the baton is being passed to the yep. to the fart pedal. <laughs> um, so I guess this is our plea, really, isn't it? Now to our to our listeners, yeah. This is it's currently undergoing a Kickstarter, so it needs to reach thirty thousand. Pounds, dollars. I imagine it's dollars because it, it was an American chap. So thirty thousand dollars to make this dream a reality. Um, I believe like some of the um, the tiers that that you can get involved with on on the Kickstarter. I think one of them is where the guy um, Steve will draw pictures of cats for you. Uh, because like he's he's taking this seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's like two thirds of the way funded this thing. Mm-mm, there we go. So, if if at all you have wanted a Korg Miku and and can't justify going for those prices, now is the time. Now is the it, it is the moment you, you get involved in this. 
I mean, like, the the tiers on this are just epic as well. Like, if you've got 10 minutes, just scroll through the entire thing because, like, you you can pay to have your fart pedal arrive in a 28 can of bean 28 ounce can of bean <laughs> packaging <laughs> and there are other other tiers that do other things uh, it's just yeah uh, like even even if it, as long as you're as childish as we are which let's face it you're listening to this podcast you're gonna be you're gonna find this at least mildly amusing give yourself five minutes next time you nip to the loo and just scroll through kickstarter and search for the fart pedal and just read the listing and read the tears. Yeah, and, and also watch the videos as well. Like, you'd be amazed how good these, like, how good quality these fart sounds are. <laughs> uh, because it, it does exactly, it does exactly that. It's it's not, like, synthesized, uh, like, melody following. It is farts that are in the general vicinity of the notes you are playing. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. It's it, just perfect. Uh, and if we if we do do uh, gear of the year, or uh, sorry, we can't use gear of the year, um, stuff of the anum uh, this year. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this is this is a pretty pretty strong contender right there, isn't it? It is absolutely. Um, absolutely. I just yeah. I mean. As we were saying before, this is like probably one of the most fret talk things. Yeah, it absolutely is, and it's just it's it's just so perfect. Like for this podcast, it's it's the right level of absolute fucking ridiculousness and childish humour. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like if it doesn't have a willy on it, but it's still getting us talking about it <laughs> this much, it's. Yeah. He's doing something right. Yeah. Absolutely. We've got one final little bit of news today. I mean, we're coming just in under time, actually. So this is, it almost seems perfect um, that we're, we're just cresting that last tiny, t- like tiny little bit of news just to take us, take us into the, into the end of the podcast. Um, the, there was something that I shared on, uh, on social media, I think I shared it on Instagram earlier this week. Um, a few people had kind of knocked it around, um, like on uh, groups and forums and whatnot. Um, so it piqued my interest. I saw, uh, like basically what looked like a black star ramp. Um, and they were saying, this is free. This is free. Um, so I looked into it, uh, audio assault, uh, are a company that make like various amp sims um and they have released the black sun which as mentioned like the it's it looks very much like a, a black star ht um head like one of the 50s but it's in the artisan kind of burgundy finish so yeah. it's very much aiming towards that black star kind of look um the the amp sim itself was is two channel. <laughs> so I say two channel. It's one and a half channel. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a cleaner mode and like a, a a dirtier mode. The clean mode 
just about cleans up if you if you <laughs> really really trying. Um, if you it, if you roll the volume way back, yeah, yeah, like you, you've you're almost touching like zero on the gain, and then then you have to crank the master just to get any any kind of volume out of it at all. Yeah. Um, to get a barely clean clean tone, it it basically it's it's a it's a rock amp. Um, it's very much aimed towards that. So that's why I'm saying one and a half modes. It has a mode knob which for legal reasons does not say ISF. Uh, <laughs> but it does that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, from one end you're getting like a very British sound and then the other end it's more of an American sound. Um, again, take from that what you will. Um, there's there's plenty of gain on tap. It doesn't sound massively, massively like a black star, but it, it is a very, very good amp sim. Um because I downloaded it myself. Um but what really, really impressed me was actually it it's not just the kind of standard free amp sim that you get. Because I've I've got a few that are kicking about that is just like literally, oh this looks a bit like a JCM head or this is generic Fender clean amp. Um, this this is like packaged really well, so you've got kind of four sections to it. Uh, you've got the amp section, of course, and then like before the amp section, running into the amp section, you've got like three uh, stomp box pedals that you can engage to kind of boost and enhance the uh, uh, the amp itself. The first one looks very much like an ISP um, decimator. Um, well, like one of the like chromey looking um, noise gates, which are like yeah. incredibly popular. Um, so you've got a, a quite a comprehensive noise gate. You've then got a boost pedal, which bumps up the volume. Um, I think it's got it's got two controls, so I think you can add a little bit of gain with that one as well. And then it's got a green overdrive pedal, which <laughs> I mean. If you I wonder were, what that might be. In, I mean, even if you if there was any doubt as well, is the there title a Japanese of the, character on it? No, the, the the name of the pedal is Screamer. So, <laughs> like the, I mean, they the, didn't even need to do that, did they? They could no. have just left it as the green overdrive. Yeah, yeah. So there was absolutely no prizes for for Pretty. like figuring like for cracking that code. <laughs> it is of course a HT jewel it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 22 volts of gloriousness um, but yeah so you've got that you've got that in the front end and then you've got at the back end of it as well you've got um, like kind of between pre and post amp you've got almost like rack uh, effects you've got 9 band EQ you've got uh, like a rack delay you've got um, like studio style reverb and you've got a chorus as well which the chorus is quite subtle um, and if you if you like really crank it you can get those almost like Randy Rhodes 80s tones going for it which is really really quite cool um, but yeah like adding a bit more like ambience and a bit just a, a bit more kind of feel to the um, the already decent sounding uh, amp sim 
So that it, like if it was that in and of itself, fantastic. That's that's enough to make you go. That's worth your admission price alone. Um, however, it's also got like tacked onto the end. It's got a quite comprehensive jewel kind of look like a stereo um, IR loader and kind of cab sim which has got built in about like it looks like a list of about 10 i think um already like pre-selected irs for like specifically designed for this this amp uh they're made by a company called seco who i think i've got some irs from already they seem pretty decent um all of that is packaged within this uh within this amp like amp sim download and at the moment, until the 1st of December, that is absolutely free. Um, so I, I downloaded it myself. I've run some of my audio because when I record um, Stomp V Stomps, occasionally what I'll do is I'll record the direct through as well, uh, which gives you kind of like a clean signal. And I've run some of those through this, uh, this amp sim to see like, would it stand up. Uh, against the the modeling that i'm already using and yeah it sounded wicked um cool. like i say it doesn't sound exactly like a black star because i d uh, like i don't think it i don't think it does it might it might sound more like the um what's the what's the other one the, the studio one is it the the other big amp um, big black star amp yeah, um, I know the one you're thinking of, but I, I, I'm terrible with the Blackstar names. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it, a HT Club 40. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the HT series are the ones that I am abundantly familiar with because yeah. like, I bought my brother an HT1, I've got an HT5, I had an HT40 at some point. Um, they're f like absolutely cracking amps. Um, yeah, so it might, it might be one of the, like the studio one. Um modeled after but yeah it's it, like it was just like a a really really thorough sounding uh like modern um modern gain amp and it had enough gain for you to be able to do some of the the more modern metal on it but it also could dial back and be pulled back a little bit to do kind of classic more classic rock and classic metal with it as well especially with that uh isf not isf switch yeah kind of on it so <laughs> I, I was I, I thought it was really cool and i thought it was well worth sharing with you um because like it's it's just worth worth a play if, if you wanted to like fit like figure out if you liked liked the black star sound then yeah go Get for it these. yeah yeah and it, it's cool if you like if you recorded some guitars, um, and you wanted to kind of reamp as well, um, and you wanted wanted something a bit modern sounding. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I might even I might feature it on a on a video coming up. I'm unsure yet, but we'll see. And I think I've just seen the 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 time on on my. Uh, my uh, recording software go one oh oh rather than fifty nine. So we have yeah. we've reached the hour mark just about. Um and that will be 
where we where we wrap it for this week yeah because it makes th- sense bearing in mind the amount of editing you're gonna have to do between the pair of us <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> uh yeah i think we're look going any any longer than this we're kind of running the risk aren't we for more work <laughs> yes um but as as always it has been a pleasure and like thanks so much to you listeners for supporting the show for getting this far you are amazing people Thanks especially to our Patreon backers who are extra awesome. They are they are awesome with a cherry on top, with a little sprinkle of of awesome dust. And for as little as two dollars a month, you can be one of those cool people. You can be part of that exclusive cool cat club. And those people are as follows Mr. Andrew Bimpson, Mr. Adam Yeomans. Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects of the Just Surprise Me podcast and of the Masters of the Cinematic Universe who this week um, did The Fifth Element and I want to watch it now but it's on none of the streaming services, damn it. <laughs> exactly that. We have got huge erection. We <laughs> Indeed. I'm sure I, he liked the far pedal. It probably did, yeah. <laughs> I, I I do want to follow it up with Mike Oxbig as well. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Ben, Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups and Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast and of the Second Button podcast, which will be premiering soon. Ooh. It's, it's about Seinfeld. Um... I've never watched Seinfeld. Yeah, me neither. But isn't that like a really old American TV show that stopped in the eighties? Yeah, I think it, I think it was early nineties. But yeah, it was it was def, it didn't come over here really, did it? Yeah, it, I mean, I'm not I I'm not aware of anybody who's watched it locally. Like certainly none of my mates talk about Seinfeld, but I know it's a big thing in the states. Yeah, I I know it only for one thing, and it's the kind of slap bass uh, transition <laughs> music. Um, but that's it. I, I I might get into a bit of it after because I'm I'm definitely going to give the uh, the second button a, a listen. It's with um, is it um, Brian and RJ? Is it is it someone like that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm way behind on all of my podcasts, so I'm about ten episodes behind on the Tone Jerks. Which well, there you go. So slap spo- myself on the wrist. Spoilers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, there's there's a, a, a really funny um, Patreon backer for the um, ah oh, for the, for the Tone Jerks has come up the last couple of weeks. Can't remember. Can't remember who's called. Ah, oh, but yeah, listen listen up for him. I will do. Oh, I can't remember. It's uh, felt a snatch, isn't it? I can't, but what's it? What's his first name? <laughs> felt, felt a snatch. Ah, uh, uh, I can't remember. Help me out here, guys. Um, so yeah, that's going to be us for this week. Anyway, um, I've had a blast. It's always it's always good fun, and I mean it was worth it for the fact that we managed to report on a pedal that sounds like farts. Um, <laughs> So I think that is a job well done for this week. So Absolutely. From myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. From Mr. Matt Quine. Say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. <laughs> it yeah. will be a tatty bye. And good night for this week. Yeah.
Just for, for our overseas listeners, in the UK recently, we've had a little bit of a, a petrol crisis, a, a gas, gas crisis. Um, we've not been able to fill up because there's been a shortage. So just bear that in mind. Finally arrived at the front of the petrol queue and got really emotional. Just started to fill up. <laughs> There we go. Oh, Topical. Dear.